I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I'm so excited. I have Dr. Erin. She's Doctor of Divinity, founder and TV host of Good Morning La La Land and Soul Society, international best-selling author, global speaker, podcast, and a mother. So she's like the whole package. <laughs> and she is here to talk to us about discovering our purpose and, and our calling in our life. So I'm really excited for her to be here today. And welcome, Dr. Erin. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Such an important topic for all of us, find our purpose and call. I know for me, it was a huge one. I thought something is missing. And it was. It was I, think, I think it's a natural desire we all have to just find our purpose and calling. So tell us a little bit about how that looked for you. Like, what were you doing before you discovered your purpose? And then like, how did you discover your purpose? And what are you doing with it now? That's a great question. Well, I grew up in like a hippie commune. I had no rules, no regulation. My parents, it was good and bad. They didn't say like, look, when you grow up, you need to go into this profession or become a lawyer or become whatever. They were like, just do whatever, you know? And I was like, cool, but what is that, you know? Um, and I began the path, actually, I went into nursing school when I was in college. And when I had my son, I was actually breastfeeding, like pumping my breast between classes in nursing school. And I remember thinking, this does not work for me. I want to have more flexibility. I need to be there as a mom. And I actually dropped out of nursing school years back. And I thought, well, what do you do to make money? So I thought, well, if I just go into real estate, then I'll have money and then all my problems will be solved. Yeah, not so much. Um, so meanwhile, I had been doing a lot of spiritual work and it became more and more of my obsession. But in that, it was like a bigger and bigger void came through. It was like the more I, I knew there was a deeper depth of myself, the more the void of thinking, what is mine to do? What is my purpose and calling? And I just remember feeling like I, I related a lot to people who date, who think there's the one for them out there. And I truly believe that, that that's how I felt about my purpose and calling. I felt like... I knew that there was this purpose and calling, but I didn't know where, or I thought, will I ever find my purpose and calling? And it took me forever, um, which is a really fascinating way of how we birth, which we'll get into. I'm going to relate to what you're going to say so much because I, I've gone through that and I feel like I'm still going through that in like trying so many different things and, and a little bit being desperate in some time, in some situations where like, I just need to make some money. I'll just do whatever's working. Kind of like, it sounds like maybe when you got into the real estate thing, <laughs> like, totally, right? something that works for me, but it's not something that you actually loved doing. Right. Is that a good no. assumption? <laughs> and yeah, I just really like not fulfilling. Like you're doing it just because you're, you know, going for that dangling carrot that the, that the culture told you that you should want, which is money. 
which is great. Money is nothing wrong with money, but if you do it and it, you become, you know, a slave to your job, how many hours do we, you know, do our job? And if we don't love our job, then it sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. fun at all. So what did you do then when you were, okay, so sure. you realize that that's not what you want to do. Um, you realize that, so that you wanted to find this purpose. What, what do you recommend to people that are in that same situation? Um, yeah. They're so no I'll, idea I'll what they're forget, doing. I was, I'll never forget, I was doing a live, this was, I don't know, probably seven years ago on Facebook. And I was talking about discovering your purpose and calling. And I was talking about how, it was actually during a meditation years and years ago, because as I was doing my spiritual work in my 20s, um, we, we won't get into it now, but my story is that I had a stillborn when I was 22, which sent me on the spiritual track. And so I was having like a double life. One side of my life, I was doing what I thought I should do culturally. I was starting to get into real estate. I was trying to get the bigger house, get married, have kids, did it, all that stuff that the culture tells us to do. And on the other double life that I had was doing my inner work and going deeper and deeper into meditation and, and, and going beyond the realm of, of the programming of this life. And I felt like I was literally living two lives. So what happened was in this live uh, on Facebook seven years ago, I was talking about how my, my, my world started getting, I began to get more and more blissful when I was living in my authentic, like spiritual world. And I was feeling less and less fulfilled in my material world. And one day in a meditation, you know, I was praying and asking, please, you know, please, please, please show me my purpose and calling. Every day I would go in with that intention to know what that was. And one day it was like vision and a voice came through. Really that mine was here to, I'm here to teach and, and speak truth and teach the things that have really given me this, this bliss feeling. And, and so it was spoken through in meditation. So at the end of this live stream on Facebook, I had uh, a gal who had been following me for a long time messaged me and she said, OMG, you know, I have been looking out in the world forever to find my purpose and call. It never dawned on me that it actually would be spoken through in a deep prayer meditation. And I think the point is, is this, is that we all do that. We look out to Instagram. We look to all these things and we think, well, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should model that person. Maybe I should do whatever. When we, when we forget that we have this intelligence and this knowing inside that's living and breathing as our true self. And when we let go of everything out there and we quiet our mind enough to listen, and we call it the miracle of listening, that when we actually listen, we can hear exactly everything we need to hear, including our purpose and calling. I think that that's really hard. Um, it's, an, it's a simple concept, you know, slowing down, stopping, <laughs> meditating, listening. But I know from my experience, it's really hard to prioritize it. So it's like, well, I got to run a business. I've, you know, if, if we're beyond the part where, you know, we've figured out something to do or doing some sort of business, um, it's like, well, I can't stop and slow down and meditate. I've got this and this and this and this to do. <laughs> and so I think that a lot of entrepreneurs and really anyone out there, um, might feel that same way, like don't understand its power and that it is worth your time. You're not wasting that time just thinking. Yeah. And I think it's a common thing. People are like, well, that's cool, but I've been, you know, going and quieting my mind, but I still am confused. Right. So that's why actually, um, 
designed what's called the truth triangle in doing subconscious work because not everybody can take the time to sit and meditate for three hours a day, right? So um, I actually came up with a formula to help people discover their purpose and calling. And it is a formula, not necessarily the truth. It does, it, does it work for everyone? I don't know, but it's worked for every single person I've worked with, children, CEOs, celebrities, okay? And I'll give you the formula right now. Okay. So the formula is your triumphs plus your passions plus your skill set equals your purpose and calling. Okay. So what that means is this, is when we're, when I'm working one-on-one with somebody, which I actually don't do that much anymore, um, but I train girls in the, in the process of birthing people's purpose and calling. And what you do is you go into, we first go into trauma to really reprogram and, and heal somebody. And in the trauma, we take a look at all the suffering that's happened in this lifetime and past lifetimes. Whether you believe in past lifetimes, it doesn't matter because even epigenetics is now proving that the memory of all lifetimes is, lives in us. So it just, you don't need to believe in past lives. It's living in you anyway. But we take all the suffering of all the past lifetimes and we help heal those, turning them into triumphs. And when we triumph over anything, we generally have epiphanies, we have takeaways, we become the leader. For example, we generally don't want to learn from somebody that's a a successful entrepreneur that was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. We want to learn from somebody that was homeless or had nothing or had to leave a corporate job, whatever that is. If we want to learn about health, we generally don't want to learn from somebody that was skinny their whole life. We generally want to learn from somebody that had a hard time, they were obese, they had an eating disorder, they whatever that is, okay? So in the suffering to the triumph, births your purpose. You chose at some level spiritually, subconsciously to go through those hard times to experience that so that you can be somebody that helps and holds people's hands over that bridge as your purpose and calling. So again, the formula is what are the triumphs? You can't have a triumph unless you had a, you know, a trial. Um, and what is your passion and what is your skill set? And that equals your purpose and calling. So then we walk to the passion, right? So let's just say, for example, you, Susan. So here you are as an entrepreneur. Maybe one of the hardest things, let's just pretend that the hardest thing you ever went through is just claiming your empowerment and knowing that you're worthy of claiming your birthright of prosperity. So then we get into your passion. One entrepreneur is going to teach marketing. One entrepreneur is going to teach, you know, um, uh, teaching how to develop your book. Some people are going to teach, you know, uh, wellness, whatever. And so for you, we want to know what is that specific passion? If money was of no object, whatever is that, what would you be doing when no, no one else is looking? What do you do when your days are free? And that's how we know what your passion is. And then we take your skill set. And, you know, maybe your skill set's on camera. Maybe your skill set is, you know, working one-on-one with people. Maybe your skill set is really bringing people together in partnership. And so when we look at all those different parts of that, then we know what your purpose and calling is. So let's go there with you. So what was the hardest thing you ever had to overcome? Um, I think that on the spot, (laughs) I think the hardest thing that I've had to overcome has been just the I probably exactly what you just said, the belief in knowing that that I am worthy of seeing of seeing success or or having something that I'm proud of and um yeah pretty much what you said. 
<laughs> yeah, totally. And then what are your passions? If no one's looking, no one's around, what are you spending your time doing? I feel really fortunate in this area because I've recently discovered how to make my passion and my skill set be my business. So I'd say mm -hmm. what I'm doing now um, is a passion of mine. And that that's that's um, like designing things. I have, I'm a very creative person and I need that creative outlet. So I do funnel designing and I do that. Like <laughs> I have to stop myself from doing it for free for people because <laughs> I love doing it. So right. I <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So that would be kind of your passion and your skill set together. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. It sounds like you're completely living on purpose and that's probably why you're thriving, right? So that's the point is where we get to the place where if we don't love what we do, like we miss the whole point of life. We really did. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that you've been talking about this formula because I've been saying it with, with other people that I've been talking to on this podcast um, when they're talking about what they do and what they love and like, they're loving what they're doing. I'm like, isn't it so awesome when we find something that we love doing and that we're good at and that people will pay us to do it, then that's like the ultimate business. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty much what you're saying. Only you're adding in this triumphs part of it. Um, and I think I'm understanding it correctly where we're taking our struggles that we've been through and mm -hmm. reframing them to be triumphs and then using those as um, just a way to get our story out there. Is that pretty much what you tell It's our today? why. It's our why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because sometimes people go, well, that's great. I know what my purpose and calling is, but I'm not making any money at it. Right? Well, that's your why. And that is what propels us to keep going, even in the face of it not monetizing yet or whatever it is. Like, so if we're just in something for money and the money comes and goes, then we're just going to bounce out because we're like, peace out. I'm only here for money. It's no longer generating money. I call it the cold shower. What would you do? What is it that you do? And what is your why that has you get up and take a cold shower and get going no matter what, right? What, what gets you energized? Meaning the cold shower is like, it, it's invigorating. It's whatever. And you have to have a why. Otherwise, you know, we just won't, when any time it's hard, the economy changes or anything, we'll just, it won't persevere. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And that's awesome. And it's, it's a simple, a simple formula. And I think anyone that's listening that has been struggling with finding direction and where they want to go. Um, I think most of the listeners probably do have some sort of business that they're working toward, but may be lost in the direction to take it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so the next question for most people, well, how do I monetize, you know, my purpose and calling? I love this and I love whatever, but you know, they're still confused thinking maybe it's not right. Maybe it's not my purpose and calling because I haven't made money yet and da, 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 da. And that's just not the truth. In fact, I believe that the universe will test us in our faith and our conviction of our commitment. And until we really live in that faith, it will keep testing us. And you know, the monetization may not come right away because we have to embody all the skill set that it takes to build that platform. Yeah. So when you, um, when someone comes to you, you have soulciety.com, 
there, mm -hmm. there is where people can come to you and seek your, do you coach people or do yeah, you? Yeah. So soul society, which is spelled with an E on the end, S O U L I E, sorry, S O U L C I E T E.com. So I actually, the mission of society is to be the number one spiritual leaders community in the world. We're, we're really committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship where we deal with soul entrepreneurs because look, I believe that getting truth out is, is, for me, the most important thing, helping people end their suffering and really embody their, their best life is what it really is. But I believe that when somebody does this work, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. But if they don't understand business with it, then great. I mean, I think that it's just an era that we're living in where the entrepreneurs are the ones that are empowering people. And it's important to do that. So society is a community. We come online. There's different levels. Some people just come for the community. Some people want business develop in their soul business. And then some people come as ambassadors and they actually get trained as spiritual leaders. They have a 300 hour certification program and they take society out is the true partnership with them. I love that. And you have, um, all kinds of resources there too, that you were telling me about before. Um, one is a, uh, can you tell everyone about the, the money worksheet that you were mentioning to me earlier? Oh yeah. These are just gifts for anybody. You don't have to be a part of society. You can go to society.com and there is a, a worksheet around money and a money meditation because money is, look, I've worked with CEOs, celebrities, whatever. And it always comes down to the beliefs, the trauma around it. So this is a little worksheet to begin to take a look at what are your beliefs around money. That's the first part is just awakening and becoming conscious of like, you know, and choosing like, do I want to keep the story? Do I want to keep these beliefs? And if not, then you need to do your inner work. You need to do your trauma work. And then I also have a podcast that is just Dr. Aaron podcast. And that um, just come out every uh, Sunday, I believe with 11 minute podcast and just speaking the truth and understanding all these distinctions. These distinctions, you know, I was somebody who I did become a self-made millionaire by the time I was 30. But let me tell you, when I was I didn't have a dime. I had a son. I couldn't put groceries. I, I couldn't buy groceries one week. Like I waited tables. I did whatever it took. So I'm not teaching prosperity from the concept of I have some man that takes care of me. I've had to hustle. I've had to learn it. And guess what? It, it's like you said, it comes down to the mindset and the skill set. And you've got to have both. And you've got to be committed, knowing that you need to become the CEO. We have to become the CEO of our lives. We can't rely on our partner, our partner could pass away. They could get broke tomorrow. Like money can come and go. What is truly the greatest wealth we have is our consciousness. Is knowing if I lost everything tomorrow, I could make another million dollars. I, I can guarantee you that. I know because I know how I know I understand money. I love that. Um, I love that message too in being, being the CEO of your own life. That's an amazing tip right there. <laughs> and if you need to know, yeah, we can't rely on anybody else. We can't rely on anybody else. The CEO, if you're at a corporation, okay, everything starts from the top. If there's a problem in the, in the, in the glitch in the system, if there's a problem with employees, if there's a problem with the product, if there, it all comes back to the consciousness of the CEO. Same with the family. If you look to your partner and you point the finger, forget about it. You're doomed. If you look to yourself to say, I, how am I going to create an extraordinary 
family? How am I going to, how am I going to create a functioning harmony? How am I, without making people wrong, without pointing the finger, without whatever we have to take, we have to become the CEO of our personal and professional life, a thousand percent responsibility. And just you, not you, but one person alone can make a bigger change than they, I think, often believe that they can. Even if I think about um, marriages and how, you know, there's a lot of blame back and forth. Um, And I recently started listening to a podcast where it was like, the message is you can totally transform your marriage on your own, even if your partner has no interest in doing it. So there's a lot of power in. I it's, it's, um, and let me tell you, it's amazing. When I, when we work on the subconscious mind, people are like, they come in, they go, oh, my family, this, my, this, my, you know, my boss, this, whatever they complain, complain. And when they finally do their inner work and they do their trauma work, it's miracles happen. Like people just shift around them. People will weed themselves out. They'll weed themselves in. All of a sudden, the relationship that you want with your mom is like much better. You didn't even do anything about it. You don't know how it happened. You know, like it's, it is all, if people, I'm telling you that if people understood how powerful doing your subconscious work is, people would be lining up in groves. They would be taking debt out for it. They would be doing, because it is so powerful when you actually do it you become unstoppable, unapologetic, and you just, it's just like ease and grace and, and fun. So people can go to soulsociety.com. Is there anywhere else that people can connect you with? Sorry. Yes. On social media, I'm drerin.tv everywhere. So it's D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. And then of course you can see me on Good Morning La La Land every morning, Monday through Friday. I'm from nine to 10 a.m. PST. And I do a live every single day from my car on the way to the studio. So I'm all over the place, podcast, app, all the above. Perfect. Do you have any other final thoughts that you'd like to share that maybe I didn't ask you the right question for? Yes. I'd love to speak to your audience knowing that I know these are entrepreneurs. I know they desire community. They desire this thing. And what I know for sure is that whatever you are desiring, so many other people are desiring. That wherever you feel lack, lonely, you know, frustration, that that is your calling. That's the calling to say yes, to say, I am not going to say pity party me anymore. I'm going to be the one that creates that. If I want love, I'm going to create it. If I want, you know, whatever it is that I would see as a lack in the world, that's mine to do. And I recognize right here now, anybody that's listening has that power that within you is the same power that has created the entire universe. That's how powerful you are. I know that there is no denying it. It's time now. This is not dress rehearsal. The only transgression you will ever make is to wait do it today, do it now, show up, work with Susan, do it, whoever it is that you feel like, okay, I'm ready to take the next level, do it. That's what I have to say. That's it. Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Erin, for coming and talking with us today on this episode. Um, Go check her out. All the links to everywhere you need to know is going to be in the show notes. You can listen to her podcast, go check her out on her website and social media. Thank you so much, sweetheart. It was a pleasure. Have a beautiful divine day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, 
what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.